What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Match Mat Podcast. And we got we got somebody very special here, man. We got we got Los, man. Los talked to us. We in we in a beautiful, beautiful spot right here. I'm seeing some very beautiful things. And we're here at Amplified Relief on West Seven Mile. You know what I'm saying? We're here to show love. We're here for the 420 episode. So you know what we're here for. So Los, I got a question for you, man. What exactly is a dispensary? Uh dispensary is uh a legal caregiving center that can uh, serve to patients. Um, uh, we uh, card people. You have to have a legal uh, uh, Michigan issued me- medical marijuana card. We we also um, we also certify people for medical marijuana, so you can purchase it. Okay, okay. So, is this your first dispensary? Uh, this is actually my second location. I opened up one on on Joy Road about a year ago. And um, we uh, moved over here and closed down over there. Um, and we've been here for about seven months. Yeah. Okay, so how you stay been so far, man? How you been, you been receiving love from people? They showing love? Yeah, I got a, a pretty, pretty nice customer, customer base. A lot of, lot of be- beautiful people and uh, beautiful characters that come through here and make my day a lot easier. So you pretty much a healer, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's like a, um, it's almost like a, uh, like a therapy. Uh, it's like a um, therapeutic thing, you know. what I'm saying people coming here, feeling like they need their medicine, they need to be healed or feel better, and then they leave a lot better. All right. So my question is, what is marijuana for people who don't know? Okay, marijuana is basically a plant like these over here. And it grows just, you know what I'm saying, straight from the earth. You water it, you can give it different nutrients. You know what I'm saying? It grows a bud. It flowers and grows a bud. And you basically dry the bud and you smoke it. And that's all it is. It's a plant. It's a healing plant. With THC, that's the uh, active ingredient in marijuana. And that's what basically gets you high. It gives you the... uh, it uh, basically uh, it releases uh, dopamine uh, for your um, into your system, and you uh, basically I need to like look it up before I understand all the details. <laughs> it's stuff, cool, bro. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel great. Makes you feel great, man. Are there like different types of like highs off of? Off of THC? Yeah, you got your um, indicas that make you kind of um, lowers, like a downer, makes you kind of sleepy. Then you got your sativas that give you kind of energy and and lift you up. Okay, okay. And I'm looking around, and you guys got a lot of different, like, products here. You guys got something that you can, you got stuff you, you got can eat? You got edibles, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, um, you basically, to make edibles, you, uh, you either use butter, oil, or we actually got some butter over there. Mm-hmm. Or you can e- even uh, use tincture. To make edible, that's how we make the uh, marijuana Kool Aid. Ooh, yeah. so, so marijuana drinks. We have all type of marijuana drinks, marijuana suckers. Um, marijuana comes in a lot of forms. You can even um, smoke it in vaporized form. You can um, smoke keef. It's basically like the crystals shaking off of marijuana buds. And then you got wax. It's concentrated marijuana. If you want to like zoom in or anything, you can zoom in on the product. This is what good wax looks like. It's basically pressed form marijuana. Ooh. Okay. So yeah, it pressed all the THC out, and then you can just smoke it 
You ever heard of a dab? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got dab rigs. You can do a dab. If y'all want to do one, we can do one on an interview if y'all want to. You know, so what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What is it? Man, we ain't don't know nothing about this match matter. What you mean? But yeah, man, we here at Match Matter are very big fans of the culture, man. The culture of healing, you know, natural healing. Cause you know, I you know I I grew up, you know, I saw people taking hella pills for what they had going on, and I you know I would look on, you know, I would listen to the commercials and hear might cause exploding bowel syndrome, yeah, 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 uh, hairline yeah. receding. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? <laughs> Marijuana is illegal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Alcohol and other medicines like that are legal, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But only the only uh, I've lost lost uh, four friends through drunk driving, mm -hmm. and then um, I lost two friends through pill addiction. Mm -hmm. I've gained about two hundred friends and, and thousands of patients through marijuana. So, right, it's a culture, yeah, that's man. That's what I'm saying. That's, it doesn't make sense. It's a culture. So, like, if I if I walked up to you and you know, I said I said match, you would know exactly what I'm talking about because it's a culture of people understanding. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? How you know important it basically it is. would bring us together. Yeah, if we were drunk, we would damn near be fighting, bro. Because when I tell you, when I'm off the hen and the do say, right. I, I'm on another, <laughs> I'm on another level. Don't get the Hennessy Black in my system. I swear, I'm Mike Tyson. I swear, man. But also something that really stuck out to me is this Kool Aid. So you don't have to have cotton mouth. It probably still give you cotton mouth. <laughs> All right, so what flavors y'all got, man? All flavors. All, any flavor. I mean, do y'all got them by the colors or by the flavor? Because, you know, black people be like, oh, we got red, we got blue, we got orange, and we got yellow. And they never tell you the flavors. Uh, we do it like, you know, just like the Kool-Aid, man. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Just how like the city, you know how the city when coming up. When your mom used to tell you to go pick out the flavors. Yeah, yeah. The Kool-Aid and stuff. <laughs> That's just how it is when we come in here, man. We want to make everybody feel like they are part of the urban community, man. That's live, man. So when y'all decided to have a dispensary, man, what type of reactions did you get from like family or friends? I have a lot of family that um, pushed me towards it, and I and I got a lot of family that you know what I'm saying frowned upon it, and that's what you're gonna get. But you gotta expect that with anything. Because I know when I have black a, people have a um, history to be frowned upon and frowned upon it because you know what I'm saying. Right. So many of us have been locked up from it, and you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> It's just a, a, it's just stereotyped as a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But other cultures that are taking advantage of it <laughs> are looking at it differently. Okay, we can capitalize from this. And that's why I'm looking at being one of the only black dispensary owners mm. <laughs> in, a, in the city. And you young, man. How old are you, bro? I'm uh, 28 years old. 28 years old, man. A lot of people don't have vision at 28. Some people don't have vision at 32, bro. I have vision probably at five years old. Mm. I can talk to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you on that. And so, one thing I... Carried on to that vision. I grew up in Detroit. I grew up on the east side of Detroit. Coney Gardens. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me and too, then I actually. made my way to California through football. Mm. And it's, I still got my Cali ID. Crucial. I've been you trying to get to Cali so bad, bro. I you lived Coney in Gardens? LA. I lived downtown LA. I lived in Pomona. I slept in the floor, on the floor in Pomona. You know what I'm saying? And then then I made my way to live, live in downtown L.A. at the Medici for $1,700 a month. Crazy. Yeah. You the so, man. You know what I'm saying? You from Coney Gardens? Yeah, I'm from Coney Gardens. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That's, yo, Clinger? 
Li yeah. Nigga, you literally just said my street, bro. I literally live right around the corner from Clinker, right by the track. I run at the track. Me and my dad coaches at coach that Persian. Crazy, bro. My mama went to Persian, bro. It's my, my family went to Persian. His mom went to Persian. Small ass world, bro. You know what I'm saying? Look at us. Look at us East Side niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get money on the West. Go get money on the East. Yeah, Man, so another thing you talked about specifically was other people making money off of the business. So. You said you wanted a few black owners of dispensary, so who else are capitalizing on this on this opportunity? What do you mean, like what other cultures? Yeah, what other cultures you see usually capitalizing the off this? The same liquor stores, you know what I'm saying, owners, the same. Yeah. The, the people that feel like, hey, I know how to manage black people, let's do this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for black people to look at black people. A lot of my customers come in and, you know what I'm saying, they already got that stigma to where... It's going to be like a, a, for some reason, we respect other cultures more. We respect Asians more. It's, it's a normalized thing because when we, we were released from slavery, mm -hmm. they already had a, a head start, so we had to buy their business. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We never got normalized to buying our business. When we did, they burned our shit down. They, you know what I'm saying? They corrupted us they, because they know how strong black people are that we can really take over the world and everything. Yeah, man, we so creative. Like, look at all this art around here, look man. Look at sports. Like, look at the president. Look at look at everything. Man, the when we get in something, we dominate. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Besides hockey or something. Yeah, we we don't like to call. Golf. <laughs> got in and dominate. Tennis. We get in and dominate. Basketball. We get in. We get in and dominate everything. We dominate all sports, all American. So I'm, I'm gonna get in and dominate this. I rocks with that. I rocks with that for sure, for sure. I definitely, I definitely feel you on that, man. And you talked about um, the history of Black people's relationship with marijuana. So, what is that history and how you see it? We've been locked up for it. You know what I'm saying? And then now that it's that it's legal, we don't have a head start with it. Mm. Okay. Okay. I feel that. Mm. I definitely feel that 100%. Because I was thinking, like, this is really, like, a, a resource. Like, because when you think about it, some people some people can't afford, like, certain things, certain, like, procedures or certain um, health things done so they can take care of themselves and really look out for their conditions. Mm. Not just, like, physical, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, I got arthritis. But also, like, mental conditions as well. So, mm. Like, people smoke to take care of their mental conditions. And so, like, I think that's something that's very important is taking care of ourselves, like, holistically in a way that's healthy for us, man. So, I got a question. Like, what's your vision from here? What do you want to do, do? Like, what's, what's next, man? I mean, <laughs> yesterday, I never imagined that I would be in my club, a male strip club. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, strip I want to continue to take over everything that I can. You got a male strip yeah. club? I got a male strip, strip club that opened yesterday on Joy Road and Evergreen. Crucial, cause I remember it was a. Uh, Royal Caesar's Palace. What's that? It looked good. How, how much is it going for? Five grand. How much is how much is there? Twenty-three. It's twenty-three in there. Like twenty-three and some So can I get it off for like a hundred? Come on. I'll take I'm, I'm going to show them this key right now. Alright, he said a couple of grams. Okay, for a grand. We'll get like five. Get like five. Alright, five, we'll do a five grams. Five fifty. You want to do a hundred no more? I mean, we got more than 20 grams, so if it's a If we like it, we'll get some more, because I'm trying to make some more right there. Alright, shit, I don
Alright, alright. Hey, man. I'm looking around. I'm seeing so much art in here. I see the chalk, man. Who, who did the chalk? Yeah, our artist, uh, Rachel, did the uh, chalkboard. That's live, man. Cause I came in, yeah, I see I, I had tried colors. to draw some stuff up there and be artistic, but it ain't come out as well, you know what I'm saying? I needed to smoke a couple more blunts. I needed to smoke some sativas. They got weeds that you can smoke, actually, for creativity. Sativa. They got weeds that you can smoke for anything. Anything you think of. Weight loss, uh, weight gain. Weight gain? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. I mean, yeah. You, you, uh, you get a very, very large appetite. And some of the, uh, uh, some marijuana speeds your metabolism up, and they got certain marijuana that slows it down. Because I definitely did read that, and you know what I'm saying, I, I definitely noticed that as well. Like, some people gain weight, you know, some people have, like, appetites, some people don't have appetites, you know, unless they have it. And so, with that, I wanted to leave into, like, the discussion of, like, moderation. Do you feel like it's such like it's too much? Do you too much marijuana? Too much marijuana. You would actually need to smoke. Nine pounds. Nine pounds. In 24 hours to die from a marijuana overdose. <laughs> that's, who that's got that much time? A, that's a proven statistic, but you could not possibly smoke nine pounds in 24 hours. True. You have to, not by you, yourself. You, you would die from smoke inhalation before you die from marijuana overdose. And that's, that's the craziness of it. So when you smoke, bro, what's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing to smoke out of? Like, what's your favorite to smoke? Like, what's your favorite strand, bro? I've, uh... I've tried all type of. I, I smoke out of pens. I feel that's more convenient for people that work in environments where they they don't want to smell like marijuana. I've been in the corporate world before. I used to work for Maddie Maroon, the one that um, owns the uh, the he owns the Ambassador Bridge. He owns the uh, trucking company Central Transport. It's like the number nine transport company. I, I ran a whole region. Uh, I ran the biggest region for his company. Uh, it was the Nashville Midwest region. Yeah. That's and I said my office was actually a uh, vision from his and he's a billionaire. Crazy. I didn't make as much I didn't only I didn't I only made like a hundred thousand, but you know what I'm saying? He's a billionaire. And I said his office I actually watched him watch his movements, actually watch his daily routines and I actually got to absorb some of what you know what I'm saying, it's a racist company though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I, I've seen white people with associate's degrees get, you know what I'm saying, ahead before me, you know what I'm saying, when I'm the top person in the company, you know what I'm saying. Bro, that's and that's why. what kind of pushed me to, you know what I'm saying, entrepreneurs, uh, to be an entrepreneur. That's why, because you will never know how much your company values until you realize how much somebody else get paid right. compared to you. Like, you could be mm -hmm. working, you think you're getting good at $11 per hour, you know, and then <laughs> you find out somebody got $14, you're like... Nigga, I'm, I'm smarter. Supervisor. I'm, I'm smarter than him. You know yeah, what I'm bro. I hate working for niggas smarter than me. I'm not. Well, I hate working for niggas that I'm smarter than, bro. Yeah. Like that's the most. That's the most like agitating shit. Like for me personally, but like as far as like smoking, bro. What's your favorite strand? And like, what's My your favorite, favorite strand? Um, I got a few strands that I'm growing. Um, like Scooby Snacks, Larry OG, mm. uh, uh, Girl Scout Cookie. Gorilla Blue. Um, Gorilla Blue is one of my favorites. It's a nice producer. Always good. Um, what else, what else, what else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Some Blue Dream when I'm trying to be creative. 
Man, I'm always trying to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, but we, you know what I'm saying, we just blew, we blew that natural leaf, man. Is that your favorite thing? Yeah, I, I, I usually smoke either with a backwood or a leaf, or um, I just started recently doing that. Thanks um, so. Thanks to... Uh, <laughs> Hey Mike and just <laughs> some of my other employees that used to work at my first store used to always go to the car and smoke a wood. So I just started. When, first time I started smoking wood, so I used to get dizzy. Yeah, low key. That shit hit hard than You get that motion. Uh, yeah, I, I, didn't, I smoked swishes before. Paper. I've tried papers. You know what I'm saying? I've been on papers lately. Whiskey leaf papers. Mm. Shout out to Wiz. Yeah, dude. big shout out to Wiz. I've been on papers lately myself, personally. I try to do a wood, like, on Sundays, because I be trying to protect my voice and shit. Because, you know, I'm never know when I'm going to be on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got to do, like, uh, open mic or host some shit, so I kind of want to protect my voice. It's just a scene, so sometimes it feels a little, like, odd for me when it's, like, when I'm hitting the wood. But I used to always, like, blow them and shit. Mm -hmm. And so I had to slow down, and I was like, all right, man, I'm going to just smoke one of these on Sunday, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, roll the wood and chill on Sunday. And it was something else I really wanted to like to like ask you that was really sticking out on my mind. What what made you decide to stay and like and open up on Joy Road and open up on Seven Mile? You know what I'm saying? What made you decide to go in these areas? I'm trying to follow the, all all the laws and all the rules, all the zoning procedures, all the processes that I have to go through. You know what I'm saying? I have a good team helping me with um, keep track of all the laws and regulations or whatever. So if anything happens, you know what I'm saying? We move and we can do it again. Oh, okay. bigger and better. We're actually working on a um, 10,000 square foot warehouse. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that shit live, man. We, uh, and I also have a uh, 3,000 square foot warehouse also. That's crazy, man. What type of regulations does it take people to get certified? Like, for well, um, to get cert we, we, we have a doctor in every two weeks. And to get certified, you need to bring your ID, medical records, and um, uh, come and sit with the doctor, sign in, and... Uh, takes about 15 minutes. You walk out with your paperwork and you're good to go. Okay, okay. You talked about regulations as far as like opening a dispensary and placing it. And what type of regulations can you think of offhand or like that people who want to open dispensaries should think about or at least keep in mind? Well, like in like uh, Ohio or like Michigan. Detroit or in Michigan. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, it's a race right now. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm, it takes a lot of money to start anything now, mm. but I can't really tell out of zoning and secrets or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you might not want to put that on there. I feel you. I feel you on that, man. And I'm looking around. It's like a periodic table of cannabis, man. Yeah, That's looking crazy, yeah. bro. I'm not even gonna hold you. Quite a lot of stuff from my first location. What do you got? Y'all guys got like a like something coming up for 420. Yeah, just specials in, in the store and stuff like that. Okay, you don't have any, like, different type of art in here, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the chalk boy gonna have big old 420 or something. Yeah, we might have a, a smoke out in here. Private smoke out. A few people. That's dope, man. That's dope. Thank you so much for coming on Match Matt. Thank you for chilling with me, man, and really telling me your dream and why you did it. I really, I really appreciate that because people start. It's really cool when people start to unravel certain things, you know, in front of you and to you and to yeah, an I audience. I come from the hood, though, man. I watched. I watched niggas. Actually, I got it. I watched niggas. You know what I'm saying? Go to jail for this. Get 18 years for marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Selling pounds. So it's like. 
you grow up, kind of want to be a... I was a badass kid, wanted to be a drug dealer, you know what I'm saying? Wanted to be a thug, gangbanger and shit like that. I ended up going to cash though, you know what I'm saying? That kind of helped me, push me out the city through athletics and, you know what I'm saying? Also had an academic scholarship along with that. I'm saying, but I was the type of kid that, you know, what I'm saying when I when I did like take the ACT the night before, you know, what I'm saying one of my friends got killed, I, I still scored a 20, 28 on it. You know, what I'm saying, mm -hmm. like I'm I'm just I just always been that resilient. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, and that's some real shit, bro. Because yeah. like when niggas niggas growing up in the hood in the city for real. And it's like, it's really cool to see other people like you doing things coming from places. Just like you, I would have never knew, you know what I'm saying, that you live right, right I, up I the street. I grew up on K-Block, man. Damn. Gallagher, around Gallagher and Rivera, right there. Like, I would have never knew that, you know what I'm saying, I had a, I had a nigga over here doing the same shit that I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The whole time, bro. So it's definitely always cool to see that. And I think that's what's really important about this interview, that we got a chance to, you know what I'm saying, to show the little niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, the niggas who might be in, like, high school watching this, you know what I'm saying, right. or in college, right. you know, watching this shit. Because I'm trying, I'm about to graduate in fall. I'm trying I to kept that attitude <laughs> through college and through business, you know what I'm saying? And don't give up, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Listen up, kids. Especially <laughs> told you. Don't give up, my nigga. Y'all right. <laughs> want to listen to drug dealers? Here you go. Go to college. Go to college, bro. Right. That's the key, bro. I'm not a drug dealer, but you know what I'm, I'm a medical marijuana dispenser. But this is in that sense. He's a medicine man. Right. <laughs> He's a medicine man. And you're going to respect him as such, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, man. Thank you so much. Did y'all do it, Dad? No, we didn't. Oh, my God. Come on, I was right here, man. Man, what's we up? The story hey, y'all going to see me cough my lung up. My <laughs> oh, man. So the question is, who drives it? <laughs> Nose goes. He can't smoke. Oh, yeah. I so, guess you're driving. You can't smoke. Nah, bro. I just came back up here from Atlanta. So, I'm trying to scoop a job somewhere real quick. For sure, for sure. We got some, um, some stuff to get it out your pee, man. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got monkey fish, too. For real? Monkey fish? Yeah. Where is it? Is it over there? <laughs> Them socks is raw, though. <laughs> I know, them bitches are, though. Looking at them. Uh, so we got hot Cheetos. Mmm. Uh, hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, and they gave me some of them Cheetos, bro. Really. You got suckers. All type of stuff. The Cheetos. Ice cream is crazy, though. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, no. Ice cream. Life is beautiful, man. It is, man. It really is. I wake up like that. You ever woke up, like, you know what I'm saying? Usually, you wake up. When I used to wake up, I have to go to work. I used to dread it, you know what I'm saying? That's why you got to kind of jump and, you know what I'm saying, jump. I I, I, I listen to Steve Harvey say that. I don't yeah. really like Steve Harvey no Me more. Me <laughs> He said you kind of got to jump off a bridge, you know what I'm saying, with no parachute. A lot of people get scared. A lot of people, um, 
Yeah. A lot of people are scared to, to do things, try things, to do what they really want to do. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you just got to jump. That's I ain't true. had no parachute. You know what I'm saying? I built one on the way down from jumping. Pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. it. You got to do a dab after you finish too, bro. <laughs> you gotta clear that. You gotta clear his cage, man. <laughs> oh shit! <coughs> Water, my boy. Damn, nigga. Fucking big old bitch. You up next, Robert? <laughs> Don't drink the water. It tastes good, don't, too, don't, don't drink you the water. You got a little bit too much water in there, Mike? Yeah, no. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. ain't gonna lift it up. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Come on. I'm gonna fuck it. But you guys need to open the door. There you go. Tried to show up, man. That nigga did a little bit. The little bit. He's like, I got throw up everywhere. This is all up there. You got a clear to this thing, man. Clear it up. Clear it up. I bought a phantom because I always wanted one. Nigga, like, no, I didn't know. I wish I, I wish I had a phantom. In time, give me like, give me like ten years, bro. Give me like ten years, and we really, we really gonna be you popping. You wanna know about growing? You yeah, talk to me some more about growing, man, because um, I, I definitely have always had a green thumb. Basically, um, well, I experimented a lot with growing. You know what I'm saying I, I even threw some plants in the backyard before in one of my houses, and that bitch grew ten foot. Damn! I got pictures too. Hold on. Yeah, show me that. <coughs> But yeah, um, you just gotta experiment with it. You gotta just read about it. He still yeah, that nigga, right? <laughs> that nigga too. Yeah. Um, I hit a. We buy some know. seeds or buy some clones. We got clones available over there. Some mm -hmm. Nice clones. Um, Definitely nice clones. Yeah. Um, uh, it's two stages: vegetation and flowering. You can veg for however long you want. And then flowering usually takes about uh, 45 to 60 days. And that's when the buds start to grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you got uh, two different life cycles. In, in bed stage, it's uh, 18 and 6 or 24 hours of light. In a uh, flowering stage, it's 12 and 12. Mm -hmm. yeah, so when you... Uh, then um, after the flowering stage, you basically cut the plants, cut the buds off, hang them, dry them for about six days, burp them, cure them and stuff. And then um, you smoke. You know, on the funniest shit, everything you just told me, a nigga on a bus 
had told me when I was like twelve. <laughs> we was going to For me and my cousin was going to Fairlane. Bro. <laughs> you know, niggas, How you remember some shit like niggas that? Niggas I don't know, bro. That that nigga was on the bus passing out seeds, nigga. Uh, that nigga shit. was sitting there was like, Yeah, bro. He was like, put him out like have him in the sun for twelve. You know, he was like, yeah. put him in the sun for twelve. And he was just sitting there talking to us, bro. I was like, nigga, who are you? Like <laughs> I didn't even start talking to this nigga. This nigga literally got up and preached on the bus for that shit. That shit is intense, bro. Cause to be able to like grow something, not everybody got that skill, bro. It's actually the the most producing thing there is in the world. You can't make can't make that much money off of, uh, off of anything else, off corn or anything. But here, if y'all want to zoom in on this picture. <laughs> What's I when you when you said corn? <laughs> always the well, same. Yeah, that's all it is. Damn. <laughs> you want to zoom in on that? Can you, uh, you can zoom in from there? Fred, you alright? Hold on, let me see. <laughs> You see it? Hold on, let me see if I can get in there. Turn your yeah. brain to something just a little bit I get more. to do this with my bros. This shit dope. Bro, I'm telling you, we finna put it all together. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. You said turn the brightness down? Turn your brightness up just a little bit. Bro, every time I see you, I see tax, bro. You got you got, you got, got to look up tax, bro. It was like tax stone. Free tax stone. So what are the difference between like papers and rellos for people who don't know? Papers and rellos. Papers are um like any um uh -uh. like hemp papers. Mm-hmm. Like Bob Marley cigarette papers, like any like tops. Just regular cigarette papers. You got rice papers. You got organic hemp papers. Organic is the way. Yeah. All type of papers. That's crazy. And then, you know, blunts are tobacco leaves and cigarettes, twisters, white eyes, all types of stuff. Okay. One more thing, bro. What's been like your best smoking experience and your worst smoking experience? Let's start with the best. Now. Uh, it's cool. I got some bad edible experiences. For sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, Ruth got a, a horrible edible story. Yeah, he he to said his feet was on fire. You want me to come in and tell, tell, tell the story? Hey, Ruth! <laughs> yeah, bro. Could you please tell the story? It's crazy. Bro, What's your best smoking experience? My best smoking experience? Well, it's not a smoking experience. It was an edible experience. And it was Wells Fargo. Talk to me. <laughs> I was, so it was my first day here. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it was my first day here. And edibles normally don't do nothing for me. It's all up to all right, it was on do shit for me. It's evil as fuck. All right. Those little bars you get. Those cookies and cream bars. I was like, just check one of those right now. And I'm going to ask you in an hour how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was like, like, she's like, I'm going to 
Tell us, bro. I hope he is. Because if so, he can tell us later. <laughs> Just for the fucking animal story, bro. I need it. What's your what's you think about your best one yet? Your best experience off weed? Every experience. Hey, bro, it happens to all of us. I've smoked with uh, professors. I've smoked with my college professors. I've smoked with doctors. I've smoked with lawyers. I've smoked with uh, some of the best athletes in the world. I can't really say. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I just had an NFL pro legend in here yesterday. Crazy. I swear to God, he played for the Buccaneers, the Raiders. Um, I What place <laughs> has had the best tree, bro? And I, I actually had a couple of pitchers, Pistons players come here and smoke with me. <laughs> Crazy. C- Crazy. <laughs> smoke with K- I had Casey Veggies come to my first uh, dispensary. That's uh, cool. House of Mads, he chilled with me for four, uh, uh, it was around 420, I think. Yeah. That's um, Yeah. He actually got us. Tickets to the uh, high road tour. Like, uh, some VIP tickets. Oh, that's some live shit. Damn. I smoke with a lot of people, man. It's cool smoking with people, bro. From California to Iowa to Chicago to Detroit. I smoke with a lot of people. I had a great, a lot of great experiences with people. My partner, actually, that I grow with now and that I'm doing a big outdoor with, I met him um, at an auction buying property and that's what you didn't really ask me you f- we forgot to talk about that you know what I'm saying what I plan on doing back to the community and and you know what I'm saying why I'm different than all the other mm-hmm. others because basically well I was just going to finish the story I, I met my partner at an auction I was buying properties at an auction Detroit auction downtown you know what I'm saying he randomly tapped me on my shoulder and was like asking me questions because I seen experience with the auction I was buying a couple and um I smoked with him that day, right after the auction, and now he's my partner. I'm doing an outdoor grow up. Mm. Yeah. That's loud. We kept that relationship through marijuana, you know what I'm saying? That's it, and it was, it's crazy. Yeah. Can't really tell, say his name or anything, but it's on that, but back on that, um, I was at the auction buying properties, and that's what I plan to do. Me and my partner so far have rehabbed over 20 homes in Detroit. 
with our bare hands. That's why my hands look like this now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got stitches just from working yesterday. I still put in work. You know what okay. I'm saying? And then that urban, like, building and renovation, like, what do you plan to do with it all? Like, Yeah, I, I just plan on rebuilding the community. And not even solely for profit, but just being the one to do it. If I'm making money, if my community supports me, I will support my community. And and I was saying as a comparison to all the old other owners that take their money and take their to their communities, to mm. their to their dearborns, their you know what I'm saying, their their communities. So is community building enough? It's take more than it takes more than that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we at the bottom. Mm. It takes more than just me or anything that I can do to take us to the top where we belong. So I think the one thing a lot of us miss is unified effort right. and um, building mutually beneficial relationships with people. Yeah, and back on that, I actually recently sold a property not even too long ago to an organization called New Era Detroit. And just off that, building relationships through, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're an organization that kind of has the same sensing goal as, as me, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever given any idea into policy? Like, using your community building and, like, maybe get into policy or reach out to people who are involved in, like, policy and, like, politics or want to be. Like, certain people, like, who may be running for certain offices. It would be hard for me to kind of, like, get into any politics or anything because of the look, how, how people look at marijuana, you know. But I would love to actually, actually, uh, friends with the mayor, actually. My friends, so actually. We can, um, we got a lot of customers. Y'all want to just wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you so much for shooting this interview with me, Los, man. I really appreciate it, dog. Appreciate it, man. I really appreciate this, bro. I copy of that El Chapo interview. <laughs> <laughs> El Chapo he, like he might be feeling good all day, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
We got to do a couple of groups before we head out. All right, for sure. I, I try to do for you. See? And not that nothing's wrong with being a feminist. It's just like you need to be congruent when you're a feminist. <laughs> like, then could be like, you know... Let's go to the march on Washington, but be grabbing the, all the women ass. Hey, you know, <laughs> niggas be multi-layered, bro. <laughs> the same way, bro. Nah. Can nah. I just go to the strip club on Saturday and go to church on Sunday? Oh, no, nah, you can do that. You good. I think it's like when you just be tweeting all the mail. It don't even be like secrets. It just be like, dang, can't have Yeah. Like, I know y'all done seen some tweets. I done seen that. I was like, hold on, wait. You're going too far yeah, now. I was like, yeah, yeah, yourself. Like, yeah. Stay in the circle. Like, like he got nine sisters or something. He's trying to protect or something. But, you know. He the oldest? Yeah, but. <laughs> I do that shit. I'm cool. But, uh, I mean, nah, man. It's just really. Uh, sharing his wisdom, you know. That's what man. it is, man. He's been here 90 years, bro. <laughs> Bowling Green really changed a lot since he got here. We was just an education school, you know, when he first started. The normal college. The normal college boys, Bowling Green normal college. Like. Nah, he was like, if you ain't, if you seen like all the little ditches around BG, like Dink was a part of the first slaves who oh, dug man. them. Dug, oh, my wow. God. It's cool, though. That's wow. like what we did. Yeah, it was, so like, it was slaves all the in little irrigation shit that go to the farms, Dink helped with that. Like the tunnels <laughs> under the school, he built those. The ones in Chrysler? Yeah, all the tunnels that like link the school together. Like if you ever look down and see the silver shit on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. that's because of Dink, bro. Like, like founder of BSU, uh, NAACP president, the longest. I think he was president, what, 25 years? Like, he's really broke a lot of barriers at BG, man. And it's like, to have somebody like that on your team, man, that shit crazy. Walk with Frederick, Martin, Lincoln. Gandhi. Yeah, like. Old dinosaur. Right, like. Still alive from 18 BC. Bro, like, like, saw it when. The world was just flat, you know? It was like just one continent and it Pangea. was flat. Yeah, it like, was yeah, they, So, I mean, it's just crazy because he went so much wisdom to the show. <laughs> I think it said wisdom. Yeah, man. I deal with this on the regular, man, so I'm kind of used to it by now. Yeah. Man. Oh, man, I just hope when I get in my late 1800s that I be as, you know, nimble as that. Like, bro, for him to be... They've been around for a minute, bro. Like, for his heart to still beat, his knees to still work. You know how I many beats? Walk? Yeah, you know how I many beats that is, like, for your heart, 1,800 years? Like, <laughs> shit crazy, man. Shit crazy. That shit silly as fuck. Man. Man. <laughs> it's like, for real. Because, man, it's between Rod, Chris, and Abe, what people think. I'm as old as I am. Don't for blame me, dog. They they start. You know I that's do, not I what's do. important <laughs> right now, man. Don't blame me, bro. I don't have nothing to do with that. Don't avoid the question. It's, yeah. not, it's not what's that's important right now, man. Bill Clinton. It started with a two. What? A what? Two. What you at? What was the question? You well, said yeah, he, was he said it started with a two. <laughs> two thousand. <laughs> I think he said I was born in two. Two. This two. This two. This two. Year two. Year two. Yeah, man, y'all some clowns, man. But between Rod, Chris, and Abe, man. It was not me, bro. It was definitely, yes, it was, bro. It was me. I'm not taking responsibility. Chris told me I had all the blueprints to the dorms around campus. <laughs> that is true, bro. <laughs> that shit hurt. You know, um, 
Yeah, man. Fuck it. These are people I call my friends, man. <laughs> That shit's crazy because, like, now that I'm a fifth year senior, like, I met this nigga and he was a six year senior. So it's like, damn, like, decades at BG. That shit's crazy. Like, Nick saw Rogers. Like, you don't even know what Rogers Hall is, bro. Exactly. Like, he remembered the Macateria. We can talk real BG history with Dink. You feel? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Dink was, bro, remember the uh, cafeteria in Harshman? No, man. It wasn't no cafeteria in Harshman, <laughs> man. Sure it wasn't, man. All right, bro. Don't bro, y'all ain't playing football that when you got here. The doink, man. <laughs> <laughs> University long. Right, right, practicing man. Hey, that'd be the funny part when other niggas join in, bro. Yeah, like, man, like that. I don't do it often, you know what I'm saying? You got to slide a few in there. Fuck time to time, man. Fuck it. Happens, man. I ain't worried. Fuck y'all, dude. Think personality do add definitely to the takeover and whatnot. Everybody got their own different personality. Make that shit vivid and vivid. entertaining. Mm. So what's next? For the takeover? First off, the show tomorrow is going to be one to remember. I can. It's going to be a great show tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, God. Definitely be a great show tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. The homie Match Matt coming through. Match Matt on the show tomorrow. Yeah. That's um, the reason it's going to be a great one. Uh, what's next? Shit. Events. Talk to the quarterback first. Yeah, man. I'm just a second string wide receiver. Um, <laughs> we got a lot of shit coming up in the works, man. Uh, YouTube channel. Um, trying to work with everybody on the team. Start getting their own uh, branding out. Navi Network. Navi not here today. Shout, Shout out to Navi. Uh, Navi Ave, Network. Ave, 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 April might be a good month for the yeah. takeover. Oh, yeah. April yeah. Might, might be a, a, a good month for the takeover. We got the, uh, yeah. we got Ride Doing Wild Now, um, Stub Show coming up April 22nd. Um, Anderson? Yeah, Anderson Arena. Uh, pool parties. Oh, game good. nights. Yeah, we were lit, man. We just want to have fun. That's all it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, man. We just really just want to vibe and like connect with people and just have fun for real, man. You know, a lot of people don't take that extra step to, you know what I'm saying, try to make it happen. And we feel like we that, you know what I'm saying, that group, you know what I'm saying, we going to make it happen. Let's do it. Stop talking. Everybody talk about it, you know what I'm saying, but we we trying to put it in motion. We not trying. We are, we are putting it in motion, you know what I'm saying? So, just stay tuned, man. Stay tuned, man. Come help. Fuck staying tuned. <laughs> shit. Hey, bro. Shit, what's up? We, I mean, we, <laughs> we still looking for people. Man, I'm just supposed to work. What's up? Man, you know, we, uh, I'm always trying to do some work. We got, right now, we got five interns, man. <laughs> Hopefully, one of them, Nia, Sterling, uh, Kara, hey, Reezy. Who are other interns? Gary? Oh, Gary. I got, yeah, no, Gary but Gary task out. manager, right? Yeah, he got a job and shit. Yeah, he got a, uh, he, he's yeah. a task manager. But no, I really just making sure, like, 
anything that you want to do with the takeover, we just trying to make it possible for everybody to kind of find their own lane. Like, you might necessarily want not want to be on air, but, like, if you want to help edit the videos, if you want to help with the social media, if you just want to pub our events and tweet, like, it's always something for somebody to do. Uh, we got merch coming soon, hopefully. We got a designer. Um, so we got different little t-shirt concepts. Everything, man. Hopefully Dink get us a restaurant one day. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, Abe get a barbershop. Yeah, Abe can get a barbershop. Chips. Nia gonna open her adult store. <laughs> she girl in a model. Yeah, girl in a model now. So, like, everybody, everybody in the takeover is kind of in their own lane, but we all... Do the radio show too. A cohesive unit. But yeah, you can go. Think about that. Word. He looked this <laughs> shit up. He word. looked that <laughs> shit up. That nigga said he's from Syracuse. But just support, man. I think like what's the good word for team? I think it'd be it'd be hard for a lot of people to get behind other people without ego getting in the way. And it's like everybody can eat. You know, like you got a podcast. Shit, we got a podcast. But like that ain't gonna stop somebody from listening to your podcast. I think. That's what's wrong with people. They think if somebody else successful, that they can't. That they can't do the same thing. Yeah, we're trying to become the modern day BMF. I don't know about that. The legit BMF. Yeah, legal BMF. Legal BMF. Nah, we just a takeover though. Hey, you better get match mat rated, man. Slide in here. Shout out to Nikki. I wonder how long Nikki gonna be relevant. Nicki Minaj? Yeah, bro. Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj? She just got body bagged, but... Uh, not, for, not for real. That's a lot you of know, man. A lot of people did trying to... seven minutes of ether. Ether. And people, like... And them was straight bars. Yeah, that's like, no, I'm giving it to her. Remy Ma. Bars. Like, she brought up every single thing in Nicki's career, and it's like, damn. Yeah. Like, Nicki's... <laughs> however long Nicki been out, she put that into seven minutes. Yeah. But I like Nikki. You know what I'm saying? I, I, but still fuck I with get Nikki. credit where it's due. She like Nikki she got gotta come back hard, man. She got 48 hours. By the time this podcast <laughs> drop, if she ain't say shit, she shitty. <laughs> she ain't shitty. She just took it L. Yeah, she did so, with me did. Yeah. Her ex. Fucking with Damn. Fucking with Patch. Fucking with Patch. That's crazy though, man. <laughs> but what like what what started this? She like, said something on that Gucci uh, song. Uh, yeah, I, but she, she said, just said it she just said, because. Uh, damn, damn, I forgot. Uh, Some of her album flopping. Yeah, her album flopping, and you ain't the real queen of New York type shit. Something about I'm an iPhone, you the new kid. Yeah, and then today on her, you on her social media? No. Oh, on the, on, on, oh. But why Nicki try to include Beyonce into it? To say that Beyonce was calling her the queen of rap when yeah. it was on stage. I think that's where the shit like originally came from because I think Remy Ma said you're not the queen, but I don't think Nicki ever said that she was the queen. Beyonce said, yeah. No, Remy ain't saying about her not being queen. Oh. She had a song and everybody was like, oh, uh, Nicki talking about uh, it was like Remy talking about Nick, Remy talking about Nick, and the Remy's on radio like, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about Nicki Minaj. I always want us to fight and shit. Like, no, I'm not gonna do it. And then <clears throat> Nicki dropped this song, the Gucci, yeah, mm-hmm. Gucci, and. That was like at Rim. So I'm just like, fuck the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think both from New York. Yeah. Yeah. That's the capitation, though. Like, 
They don't understand, right? Went to fucking prison for shooting a nigga in the stomach. <laughs> over over $50 in like a quarter of weed or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, she brought that up. She was on a big pun album. Like, you don't get on a big pun album 